Test your might. Test your might. Test your might. Mortal Kombat! What's good, Internet, and welcome to Super GG Radio, part of NPR of Illinois. We're here today. Uh, I am your host, Alex Arona, and we're having a special episode, Super GG Radio at the Movies, where we're talking Mortal Kombat, both of them. With me, as always, my co-host, Joel DeWitt. Hey, Joel, what's going on? Mortal Kombats. Mortals Kombat? Mortals Mortal Kombat. Mortals Combats. Okay, okay. That, that sounds right. Uh, also with us, as always, Eric Getty Gettinger. Hey, Getty, what's going on? And now, a taste of things to come. <laughs> Quick, Getty, say your soul is mine. Nope. Damn it. I was ready for it. I have it written down. And uh, producer extraordinaire, live streamer, despite us not live streaming this, Alec, Alec Parks. What's going on? I called you Double Alex. How do you like that? I, I, I do like it. It's good to always hear my name as much as I can. But wait, we're talking about Mortal Kombat. So mm-hmm. these two forests and two others to cast my combat wombat isn't what we're doing? Nope. Oh. Put away those There's a lot of sentences cards. in there that confused me. A lot of words. I like combat wombat, though. Now, if only we had yeah, a it's... mortal combat wombat. Ooh. We can make one. We can make this happen. We are here today to talk about Mortal Kombat. We, we watched the 1995 one, we watched the 2021 one, and uh, we have some thoughts. We want to kind of go over each one. Uh, I, set, I set this up, guys, so uh, you guys can kind of sit back. We're going to go through the the first movie, second movie. Scene by scene. Line by line. <laughs> I got Break it down, down by the minutes. Mm-hmm, exactly, Getty. We're going to watch them live. Strap in, listeners. Four hours. No, we're not going to do that. Okay. Well, first movie. Imagine, yeah. If we did a Uh, live reaction. Uh, If we did it at double speed, maybe. No. I mean, we could do Amazon streamalongs now. I think we could do Amazon Mm. streamalongs. Sure. I think that's up there, isn't it? I think. I mean, it probably is. Amazon does that for most things now, as long as you rent it. Um. Nineteen ninety-five. Uh, we were generally 10. <laughs> generally. <laughs> it was a magical year. People were just finding out about the internet. I had a cell phone. I, I had a crush on this Sonya Blade. <laughs> it was because of Happy, uh, not Happy, uh, Billy Madison, right? That's why yes. you had a crush on her? Okay. Mm-hmm. Wait, it's her? Yes. Want to touch the hiney. How, how did I not so notice that? fine. Wow. Uh-huh. I don't yep. think she was in a ton, Joel. Nope. Okay, fair enough. It's like when you go back and watch Billy Madison and realize uh, how stacked that cast was. Yep, yep. And she she had... Uh, she was in Modern Family, too, right? It, yeah, but in this... Uh, no, no, she wasn't in Modern Family. She was in Happy Gilmore. In That's the, the actress you're thinking of. Oh, okay, all right, never mind. No. This is going great, guys. Yeah. Yep. We haven't okay. talked about any Mortal Kombats. This is... You guys keep derailing us. Okay, so, 1995. Uh, you know, I, I remember this. I, didn't, I obviously didn't go to the theater. Uh, I had to go to a friend's house who uh, had this on VHS. 
and it was fantastic. I wasn't at that point. I remember even playing it, but I don't necessarily remember a ton except for it was it was bloody and there was uh, gore. One of the first gore games, you know, had a little bit of gore in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Joel, do you have any kind of like history with the this with uh, this, the movie, nineteen ninety five movie? You had never seen the, it, right? I have seen the first one. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, I remember enjoying it quite a bit. I mean, who doesn't if you were a kid in the 90s and liked Mortal Kombat? Uh, it, uh, you know, it is a product of its time. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Like, uh, uh, when I immediately thought of this after watching my mind was like, you know, this is kind of like that Three Ninjas movie <laughs> with the three kids. Oh. You know, it's, a, it's about that line of quality. <laughs> but when you're a kid, you're just like, Oh, cool! They're playing Super Mario Three, and they also know how to be ninjas. <laughs> so, uh, it's it's that level with me. Yeah, the, the costume design it very looked like very like smocky, very. It, it didn't look like it was natural. The the, the ninjas in general, like Sub Zero, Scorpion, and uh, later Reptile, those costumes do not look like real comfortable ninja attire. I just gotta say that. Uh, no, Getty, but they Alec. very much looked like the video game. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say the same thing. It didn't have to look like it was built for mobility. It was supposed to remind you of the game. Yeah, it was built directly like it was taken from uh, the game, and that, that's sure. good. Except for, I mean, if you think about it, when they built that game, they kind of were just gra- grasping at straws for costume design. Like I don't know, uh, put the. Well, we have one ninja. Let's just change the color at them. You know, like they were really, they weren't uh, really high quality costumes in the game either. You know, no. Th- those original Not games, there was some sort of like photo rendering, right? Because if I recall right, they like literally recorded these people doing the kind of stances and, and the bobbing and weaving back and forth. And uh, so, I mean, in that sense, yeah, it's kind of cool that they went with game realistic kind of stuff because. I think about how many video game movies there were back then, not many, and the fact that this one came out and it actually lended itself really well to the kind of aesthetic of the game itself, that I think it's to its credit. Yeah. And um, I did also want to say this was where CGI really kind of started to become apparent. Um, you started to see uh, people pushing the boundaries of what what you could create seeing uh in this case a reptile was a little small lizard creature uh you saw a scorpion with his living spear that came out of his hand which again what 16 years ago that was cool not so much now huh alec it was 16 years ago Let's no, hop wait. back in the time machine and go back another like 10 years <laughs> what is it yeah oh god yeah. 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 26 years ago. Oh, man. Oh, I mean, I arguably, you can even say that, you know, uh, if you go to certain parts of time, it, it, CGI still, you you know, CGI always looks kind of dated depending on what, what you're looking at. I mean, people love the Matrix, uh, the Matrix 2 fight with uh, Mr. Smith and that kind of now is not looked upon fondly. Uh, but mm, going in, yeah. going into it, I do want to say... We got Reptile versus Liu Kang. We got Johnny Cage versus Scorpion. Sub-Zero versus Liu Kang. Johnny Cage versus Goro. Sonya versus Kano. Uh, I want to hear some favorites. Johnny Cage versus Scorpion. And, and and the only reason I say that is that he drags him to hell, 
And then in the Scorpion voice, he goes, Welcome! <laughs> As he pops okay. up behind him. It's it's yeah. so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I like that he had the skull that spit fire. Yes. True yes. to form on that. Like, it, aesthetically, the, there's some cool stuff there. Like, uh, the Doro fight is an interesting one. Except the problem is that, number one, Doro is, like, twice as tall as he should be. Like, his abdomen is weirdly long. Like, if you think about that long cat meme, that's basically what Doro's doing there. It, but uh, at the time, again, you have to think about it, and they were like, Jesus, this guy has two sets of arms. How do we try and make him look <laughs> semi-normal? And they were like, don't... oh, I guess just make his torso bigger. And I was like, don't don't say realistic. <laughs> not realistic, but semi-normal. like normal. What were yeah. they going to do, like, put the other arms at his hips? <laughs> that would have looked even worse. A regular-sized uh, dude with arms coming out of his hips. I don't know. I don't want to see that now. <laughs> no. I don't, they, they would need to, like, make his torso thicker so that they could be slightly offset and at a normal-ish distance apart and, and not have him, like, in a straight line. So you want a dummy thick Doro, then? Yeah, they, those cheeks are clapping. Uh, 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 I... Kind of blacked out there for a second. Okay. Um, Johnny Cage using a split punch. Always a, a crowd favorite. Uh, I kind of liked that this, in 1995's version, they introduced the... I don't know what the introduce is the word, but they definitely used audio from the game. Uh, say, when Reptile appears, it actually does the, the voice, Reptile. You know, mm-hmm. like the, like you like a character select. Uh, so... You, I think those kinds of additional uh, pieces really add a lot of flair. Also, techno for days. Techno for days. Yeah, yeah it, it really it made the fights been... pop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it musically has a theme going for it, right? It's was that sort of a thing of its time though? That kind of techno music. It's been so oh, absolutely. Yep. Think mm-hmm, about like yeah. I think Blade came out around Blade. the same time. Mm. That's a, a little bit later, talk about but sometime. <laughs> yeah, but they need to. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Maybe they're gonna remake it, but yeah, I distinctly remember Blade being real heavy on the techno. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. I think 92, 90, 90, 96. I think that techno was really big. I, I remember the local radio station uh, would play techno from like eight p.m. till three a.m. Uh, you know, generally that was pretty common. Uh, Get some Quad City DJs in there. Yeah, see, exactly. Yeah. That was de- that was. <laughs> Have you not hot. like tuned into the radio really late on a Saturday night? It's probably still the same. But like ten o'clock, <laughs> I think ten o'clock they start to do the techno vibes again. It's like ten o'clock mashup. We're gonna throw as many techno beats as you as possible. Daddy, we're on a video game podcast. I, I think you know what I was doing adjacent, at 10 tonight. Adjacent. <laughs> sleeping? It's sleeping. Uh, it's sleeping. Yeah. yeah. We'll call it that. Uh, Getty, did you have any uh, fights that were your favorite? <laughs> I mean, this... I sincerely appreciate how cheesy the fighting and the action is. Mm-hmm. For how short-lived the Johnny Cage and Goro fight is, I like that one. But... Sonya really doesn't get to fight that much, so her final, like, getting to fight with Kano, I do appreciate that. Mm Because that's one of the few, like, storylines that seems to, like, they're shoving it down your throat through the course of the movie. It's like, 
she irrationally like runs onto this mystery boat that's decrepit so that she can be part of the fight um and then after however long it feels like forever actually gets him in a position where she can fight him did we lose out i think we lost him. <laughs> i'm here i didn't hear getty okay. oh really yeah oh. i lost getty yep I heard gets him in a position that she can fight yep. him. There you go. Oh, fight. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. That's what I was like. What, what do you think I was going to say? No, we just we didn't hear Don't anything. It. That's why I waited. Hmm. Hmm. We haven't talked about uh, Raiden yet, have we? And they they oh. call him they call him Raiden here. Is it Raiden or Raiden? These I always went Raiden. Raiden was Metal Gear Solid. Raiden was Mortal Kombat. Fine. Uh. Did, who's that actor? Who is Christopher he? Lambert? It is Christopher Lambert. Oh, yeah. okay. Like he, the Highlander. He is having fun with this movie, and yeah, yeah he's he really just, hamming he, it up. He's giving like those those the cheesy laughs. It's exactly. Like, it's it's that he'll, he'll have a like, smart ass comment, and then he'll <laughs> like, like he's laughing at his own jokes, and I, I don't know. It's just it is dumb enough to be really really funny and work well. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, again, it's a little bit whitewashy, but I mean, I don't know. Oh. It, it's nineteen ninety-five, but yeah, that's we are where we are. Um, I not did, to mention uh, those uh, martial arts in any of the fight scenes were just so terrible, so terrible. It, they, they would slow mo like when the impact hits to kind of you know make it so so if you see someone go flying, you'd see them slow mo to kind of avoid. Or edit out wires. Um, you'd see a lot more, a lot more flips than physics would allow. Let's just say that. Yes. Uh, I do have. I pulled some of my favorite notable quotes. Uh, those were five hundred dollars sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Um, Johnny Cage saying that to Goro, and Goro breaks his sunglasses. Uh, Your soul is mine, uh, Shang Tsung. The way he says it, he says that with a real emphatic. Like his lips and mouth are fully enunciating that in a. You play your cards right. I'll say it later. <laughs> I know that Joel already like requested that I record some flavor for this. So, Daddy, yeah, we'll test your might. I already recorded that. Sweet. I feel like there awesome. should have been spit coming from your soul as mine. I feel. Like. Um, I, didn't didn't they get him for one of the games to come back? Like, I thought one of the Mortal Kombat games, they, they got Shane Sun as like a DLC character, and they got him to voice act it. I don't know if it was the one from the movie, though. Hmm, maybe. I thought it might have been the original Shang Sun. I, I, you know, that one I can't really say. Uh, the last quote I have is, this is where you fall down. After that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Why that's so many Johnny Cage quotes? I mean, there, there are plenty... I was trying to avoid like swears because there's a lot of swears in the, in the like the second one I can't get any quotes really that are worthwhile at all. No, it's not that no. quotable. <laughs> it's it's by far the better movie. <laughs> it's you know th- this this movie has quips for days and Johnny Cage is the teen of quips and he's also the ass that's made the butt of jokes a few times in it too. So and that's sort of just his role in the movie. Makes I mean that makes sense to me. 
Uh, though you did, uh, there. I have one. I have one cool little uh, tidbit. Uh, Johnny Cage. They approached Jean Claude Van Damme, but he he did not join this movie because instead he wanted to do Guile from Street Fighter. Hmm. Solid choice. I uh, just checked, and they got uh, the actor who played Shang Sun to come back for Mortal Kombat 11 and do fi- voice and physical con- uh, likeness. There we go. There you go. I I thought I heard that right. Yeah, that's that's some great homage to yourself kind of stuff. <laughs> it's it's kind of like uh, in Marvel vs. Capcom 3, I think, they had Mega Man in it, except it was box art Mega Man. <laughs> yep, I remember that, yeah. Um, so, right, Joel, you did say one of the, one thing that kind of stuck out to me. You said that Mortal Kombat 2021 is the better movie. Yes. Is that surprising? Tell, no, I mean, tell me about it. In, in, keep, go, in, keep going with that. Why tell do me you feel in like detail that? why it's better. And <laughs> right. also cite specific <laughs> instances. <laughs> I, I need your citations. Yep. Show your work. <laughs> so, uh, the, the only fault I really have in the new Mortal Kombat movie is that it's a very expected sort of like uh, awakening your inner power kind of story, which is pretty standard for these kind of movies. Uh, But like overall, number one, I don't have a problem with the main character being uh, a non name. Like, I I think that's kind of a nice way to have a character be outside of the Mortal Kombat universe in a way that lets him interact with all the characters. I think that uh, Sub-Zero's a real badass in in a really, really cool way in this movie, and and they make him into this huge force to be reckoned with the entire time. Like, he's arguably, like, more dangerous to the people than Shang Tsung in the movie here, just as Shang Tsung does almost nothing except transport people. He seems to Um, be, like, the, the, the hired assassin, the hired gun for Shang Tsung. Right, exactly. And, and, you know, I I liked the intro part. Like, it, It's a nice preamble to the entire movie, how they had the fight between uh, him and then the lineage of the... Cause he, to correct myself, Sub-Zero is Lin Kuei tribe? Yes. Okay, and then the other guy was from what clan? I can't remember. They don't go into it. <laughs> Okay. They, they mentioned it briefly. Uh, if you do some looking up in it, I guess he um, brought secrets of ninjutsu or something, the ability to control energy from China mm-hmm. to Japan, and that's why uh, he was being hunted. Okay. All right. But it's, yeah, Shira, I, it's Shirai Ryu clan. That's it. There you go. Yeah, so it, I mean, clearly there's some sort of pre show animosity <laughs> towards the each other. And, and this just the scene of slaughter that is like, it, it's a good sort of primer. And honestly, like, in some ways, that was more brutal than the rest of the movie. Like, there was some gnarly slices and chopping off of limbs. And that fight between him and the Dio Sub Zero, where he's using that sort of, uh, dagger kind of thing attached to the rope and actually doing really awesome moves with it. it it was really dynamic and exciting more so than i 
honestly expected as a, a intro. Uh, and, and I think they really do a good job of finding right people to play these characters. I, I think uh, Kano especially. Kano was a perfect choice between his dialogue, that sort of... Uh, uh, stupid but uh, brutal aspect of his and the betrayals that he's inclined to have like it all lines up perfectly with that so I, I really I have little complaints about this movie yeah I, I think all in all th- the worst part about it is that it is a little standard fair format okay. it is a little standard fair format <laughs> and uh and if you were looking for a Mortal Kombat movie to be specifically about a tournament, then you're not going to get that here. Well, this yeah. is this is the like the start of that, obviously. Uh, Good, Alex. Sorry. I was going to say that was really my big complaint about it too. Was like I think the first thing I said after I watched it was, "But but where's the tournament?" Yep. Yeah. yeah, and well, I, I understand. I I do understand that to a degree. Like you, the games are about a tournament. In the movie here, they talked about how you're on the Earth Realm's ninth loss, and this is the last chance for Earth Realm to be saved. So it's it is set up from the start of like the state the states are on the table there, but then it's weirdly kind of like a filler episode between <laughs> episodes of the actual tournament. But it's world building, yeah. I think. Honestly, I think you have to establish those characters. You have to kind of start the team off. I mean. It, well, okay, you have the team, but then half the team died. So, like the Earth Earth Realm Warriors. So you have mm-hmm. to address where they're at coming into the tournament. Sure. They they've been their team has been hunted. Their team has been taken down, uh, but they fought back. So both sides are kind of hurting going into this, going into the big tournament. Movie two, let's go. Right, they they do definitely frame it as the Earth Realm, just basically getting like a ragtag group of nobodies to join up with the actual fighters to <laughs> prepare themselves for it. And, and I, I kind of like the way they did like the dragon marking as sort of like in a token of showing like who's worthy to be part of the entrance. And and they set it up really well at the start about how like when Jax picks up uh, Cole and starts driving away within seconds you're, you're already informed about oh well this is going on and x amount of people have already been killed <laughs> we're trying to get you out of here kind of thing and and poor jacks at the start poor oh, Jax. Man. He, he, oh. he is a he is a badass taking on sub-zero by himself doing okay gets his fucking arms frozen and chopped off and then kicked off a ledge <laughs> it's brutal it, it is it's go- it's gory as hell it really is uh, I thought that that uh, I mean, I, I you know the list of fights I have. You, you, Sub Zero is pretty much taken on everybody. Sub Zero versus Cole. Sub Zero versus Scorpion. Sub Zero versus Jax. Uh, it was he was uh, he was. I found myself feeling nervous every time he was on screen, and that reminded me of the Terminator. Yeah, just this, I think that just this like driving force that's constantly a threat following you around. I thought mm-hmm. that that was a that was a neat trick. Yeah, I think he was the primary antagonist of the whole thing. Like Shane Sung is just the shadow in the background, uh, being the sort of bu- the puppet master behind the scenes. But it's Sub Zero the entire way as the the main enemy, the main threat, uh, leading up to even the final 
encounter where it's uh, Cole in that rain fighting with them and then Scorpion showing up from, from hell to take him on too. And it takes both of them to take him down in that case. So it's, yeah, he, he is he is the number one enemy out of all of them. Getty, where, so where you, are you at with Mortal Kombat 2021? It was definitely a movie. I can verify that information. <laughs> uh, I would agree that it's probably the superior of both of the films. It definitely has cheesy aspects to it, but they did the same thing in the first one. Going back and watching that, they used the taglines like flawless victory and yeah uh, they really pander with lines like that but at the same time the character development is a lot more flushed out in the newer film and uh, in the introduction scene that joel was explaining it made me feel almost like uh the beginning of a really good anime because of yes. how uh, dramatic the fight was and uh, just the action sequences it's something that i can picture like a two-dimensional like with the the dynamic colors of two warriors fighting in a field so yeah dynamic's a perfect word it's it's just really fluid especially with the 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 pike on a a rope and and going between that and sub-zero's actions it's it's great choreography yeah 100 percent. i'm with you there uh what i would have liked to see more of it, the action fighting scenes are there i definitely felt like i don't know some of it was uh not what i wanted to see i wanted to see like more of the tournament right but knowing that that's not a the way that Shang Tsung wanted to play it. He's trying to eliminate everybody before the tournament even begins. It opens it up for when the actual tournament starts to see people like Johnny Cage. I, mm. I think that Kano was probably a good filler for Johnny Cage. They would have had really bombastic personalities. I think they would have had some good jabs at each other and gone back and forth. Uh, there was one character that really bothered me. The Tin that, Man. The the Tin Man who? The robot guy. Oh, oh you uh, know what? I like Stryker. That was wasn't his name. name. No, wasn't Stryker? Let me check. It's not his I name. I don't think it was Stryker. It's, isn't it Cyrax? Mm, no. No. It's not mm. Cy- I know Cyrax. So it's not Cyrax. Uh, mm. I'm pulling it up now, just for reference. Cause I, I, I got nothing. I mean, I watched this movie, but I don't know which... Tin Man, you're talking about? I can't. Uh, he's got a gas mask on and two uh, curved swords. Uh, I'm playing him. Yeah, I, I, reti- I recognize the character from the Danes. Oh, I'm sorry. It was Cabal. Cabal. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. His his Stryker was were uh, so with Sonya was was so Stryker was a cop. He was a police yeah. officer. But his mm-hmm. movements were so ridiculous. It made it seem like he could just defeat everybody, um, and then uh, he meets an untimely end. Which is still funny, but really silly, in my opinion. Yeah, well, the, that was, there are, yeah, the, ahead, there are a few moments where they they these creatures get sort of dispatched unceremoniously. So like the the flying 
harpy creature thing when he's she's going after Kun Lao, and Kun Lao just throws the damn hat spinning on uh, the ground, yes. and he just rides her straight into it. <laughs> just flawless and, victory. Yeah, yeah, and I I agree with Daddy. Like that those those comments do sort of bring you out of it. I, I get it's supposed to be like fan service, fanfare stuff, but for a movie that's trying to take itself relatively seriously, it, it, it does sort of like take you out of what's happening a little bit. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's the line. The, the, that was the thing for me was that they actually had, those were notable uh, fatalities. So I felt like that, that was, was pretty interesting to see some of these, like where he throws the head on the ground and buzz saws her across that um, right. I, I think the arm rip was one of them as well. Uh, so that that was very. I liked I liked Cabal. His his ability to run very fast was was in Mortal Kombat. The games you could spin, mm-hmm. you'd run past somebody and they'd spin in a circle comedically, and yeah. they would just spin and they'd be stunned at like spinning like a top. Uh, so that's mm-hmm. kind of where I'm at with uh, Cabal. Don't, don't forget about Lutane's fatality. The big uh, oh, the big the fire, fire dragon. dragon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Too bad it wasn't the Mortal Kombat one where it was literally just like a spin kick and a uppercut in the air or something. I, I think I, that I was in, really hoping to see uh, what it was. Sub, one of Sub Zero's fatality was pulling the head and spinal column off. Yeah, I was kind of yeah. hoping to see that. It's it's funny. I mean, there are a few of them where they show it, like uh, like those two. They show Kano early on ripping the heart out of uh, reptile. reptile, reptile. There you go. Yeah. Which again, one of the reasons why Kano was great. He had some of the best one liners in this. Kano wins. <laughs> <laughs> of he, course, he just, he just he sells it so well. That that's part of why it works. Is that he he embodies that character and makes it his own flavor of it and it works it works and the, it, it's they didn't throw they didn't go as far as the in 1995 where they like legitimately took the sound files from the game here they're you know obviously <laughs> having kano make just say it in a kind of like a silly reference uh it's i think that does still throw back to the to the games in a fun way it's a wink and a nod as opposed to a direct take uh the the one that impressed me was Kung Lao consistently tripping? Was it Kung Lao or no? It was K- it was Luke <laughs> constantly okay. tripping Kano. Yeah, that that's very reminiscent of the games, mm-hmm. isn't it? <laughs> that was kind of everybody yeah, just tripped. Oh man, yep. The first time you play Mortal Kombat is just oh, Luke Hangs just ground kicking you, son of a. <laughs> yep, just trip, trip, trip. That's what, that that you could ride that to you ride that to a win in a lot of cases. Alec, mm-hmm. you're you're not as familiar with Mortal Kombat, are you? No, I played like the first three games and okay. maybe one of the Sub Zero story RPG action games. Mm. Those were rough. Those were real rough. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they were. <laughs> the uh, fighters have never really been my strong suit, but uh, yeah, you know, I definitely like got all I, there were no references that i feel like i missed no it's more good. or less if you've played the games from the 90s you you have enough of a foundation to understand things uh, i've got a question for everybody yeah. how did everybody feel about cole's arcana <coughs> ability uh getty you want to start sure 
Maybe describe what the arcane is first. <laughs> he was able to grow like a second set of skin on the outside of his body that would absorb energy, and he'd be able to dole it back out. I think Joel hit it on the head earlier when he was like, did he become the Black Panther? And uh, <laughs> I, I think that that, in a way, is what it is, but at the same time, it's not anything that I've seen in mortal Kombat, or even the thought of it a lot of the characters their super abilities are something either obnoxiously superficial or still over the top ridiculous when it comes down to Mm -hmm. it like uh, a laser eye or being able to freeze people um yeah i i enjoyed it i thought it was something different and it did allow him to go toe-to-toe with goro Yes, they, they they killed Doro, <laughs> the first I, movie. <laughs> I was surprised by that. That one, that that was the turn I was not expecting. Yeah, I I, it's been so long. I I think there are technically other Doro like characters in the series. It's a so race of people. I, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, the I I've yeah, it's it's kind of a muted power compared to everything else. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's it's very uh the change is very almost superficial look and like i think daddy you mentioned that he has like two sort of boat tantos like, oh yeah he can i don't know what they're called pull them out tantos yeah but wow. it's it's not bad i mean you consider the main character in this movie is kind of muted and uh uninteresting it kind of t- matches that <laughs> a little he's good bit, at getting beat up they established that early on right so he's basically homer simpson boxing <laughs> <laughs> he just lets people tire himself out before he hits back and finishes the match. But I think they kind of said that, yeah, they like just take the hit, keep getting hit. Yeah, yeah, but uh, it, it works. It's fine. I mean, he doesn't need to have the most outlandish thing. Uh, everybody else has the crazy abilities, so he he can I was just gonna... be sort of the stand-in character for everyone. Yeah, he's the audience surrogate. Though, uh, again, I thought his power was weak. Uh, one comment, uh, I have a couple notes uh, for that. Uh, first being that in the games, it's technology that they use their powers for the most part, unless that they just magically have them. I mean, a, a, a la, like uh, if you remove a, a Liu Kang's firepower, like, you know, becoming mm-hmm. a dragon, the other parts, Sonya, like laser beams and stuff is more technology based. Same with Kano's eye. So in here they group they gain an arcana, which is just an ability that they can then use during combat. Um, other thing is that they actually got to a point where they had zombie Goro in the games. So mm. Goro has died and has come back as a zombie. Does he know about this? <laughs> I don't know. The I mean, I'm sure they did stitch stitch together bits and pieces from other characters to reassemble him right i mean he's <laughs> just, not just even pass the off one of his souls. character in all of the franchise so is it what's, what's the most creepy character in the franchise? i'm gonna have to get back to you i'm gonna do a quick survey on the internet okay is melina the one with the the giant like mouth that opens up and eats people yep. yes that one's pretty I, terrifying i think she was in this and died. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Baraka. 
Remember Baraka? That's yeah, with the giant, that, with the knives. that dude. Yeah. Well, they, I would argue yeah, they're the same. Race. More frightening. They are yes. the same race. Yeah. Molina and about race. Baraka yeah. are. No, Goro. Yes. No, Wait. Molina and Baraka are. Okay. Ah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I specifically remember. I think it was Mortal Kombat Two, where his and his environment was like a pit of acid, and then if he killed you, he'd uppercut you into the acid. That's my distinct memory of yep. Baraka. Uh, so now we would be remiss if we didn't at least talk about the like we, we've obviously alluded to the video games a bunch. Uh, one interesting uh, bit about this is that they have gone through the story and then gotten to the end uh, of the universe, gone back in time, and restarted the story from uh, from scratch. Mortal Kombat X, Mortal Kombat Ten, is like the first I want to say first four games, their stories redone in just better graphics. You know, obviously updated mechanics and abilities and stuff like that, but it's the storyline has remained the same. And I believe 11 is like the back half of the games plus more, like the more chapters that that go along with it. So I thought that was kind of interesting where uh, you could relive the tournament, the the first game. And a lot of this stuff, a lot of the movies do take uh, quite a bit of uh, good information. I always thought that Scorpion was an, uh, a villain and then... Uh, reading the lore, finding out that Sub Zero was a real bastard man. Uh, that is correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, and the way they weave it into this movie, like you can tell that Sub Zero is the antagonist, you know, and Scorpion may be there to help, but he's not really a hero. <laughs> he's more there to get his revenge and then save his descendant from being murked. So, and. Again, such a cool battle. Uh, Scorpion and Sub-Zero, anytime they fought in this movie, probably one of the most top-tier things that happened. They, the, the way they kind of used this movie was to, they, they focused on the martial arts and they focused on having the, the actors who could do the martial arts. The acting always came second, which is why you get some of the... Some of, like Kano obviously being a standout, but... Uh, I don't. I don't really believe a whole lot of good stuff came out of Cole. Uh, I don't. I mean, there was no need for uh, a, lot, a whole lot of acting out of Sub Zero or Scorpion. Uh, Jack's a little silly on the on the way he kind of explains the plot. It, it, I don't know. I um. I think that it's the right move to use the martial artists, uh, but and less of the focus on the acting because Mortal Kombat doesn't need that high tier. We don't need Oscar quality acting. We need good martial arts I mean choreography that works and right. uh, the story is secondary agreed but to that it does have to have some story it, it just it can't be just other garbage i'm not just watching the fights though they are awesome yeah, they turn it goes it. back to the whole the whole bringing the team together kind of story and yeah, yeah. it's you know, I, I get the point of that. I, I, I see both sides of it. Like, I'm going to be wishy-washy here. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it is a bummer that they didn't have a tournament. They they tried to sort of shoehorn it in at the end when they were, like, making their counterattack plan. Oh, well, we'll give them a tournament where they just teleport everybody separately to different zones. Uh, and Jats actually gets sent to a level. <laughs> it's, it's that uh, big bridge with... Uh, like empty spaces in the background to fall off of 
uh, from the game. So that I mean, there are some cool allusions to things like that too. Um, but I also see why they would want to use this as a set the table kind of movie, assuming that they're committed to at least two or three movies. Uh, then you can use the established characters, build off of it to make interesting uh, subplots and add new characters like Johnny Cage uh, to the festivities. It's just a matter of like, number one, is that going to happen? Because <laughs> then it's just, it ends right here and then you don't get any of that. But yeah, so there's a, you, there's a lot of building here. You can still build off of this and expand. Um, I I could I theorize a three a three arc story you know a, a th- uh, three movies having the third being almost like aftermath if they did lose uh, sorry I didn't mean to cut you off Alec go ahead it happens you brought up that fight scene section which is one of it's like both my favorite and my most hated part of the movie it gives you exactly what you want because if they had focused on any one of those fight scenes for too long to have like an actual fight between them it would have gotten boring especially if they did all of them but and that's what made it great but at the same time that 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 fight nerd in me that that i want to see those sorts of things is also kind of like ah i want to watch (laughs) those I would love it if there was like an extended cut that got released with all of those fights separately that you could just choose to watch. So, hot take here. Uh, one thing that the original movie does better than the new movie is that it creates a certain suspend, uh, suspense. So, like, in the actual tournament fights in the original movie, there's always a crowd of people around, and then the main character sort of on the side to react to what's happening. <laughs> And in that sense, it is kind of a nice add to the sort of sense of like, oh, this is serious, and you know, even the heroes are worried about this kind of thing. Yeah, that yeah, here, discussion I, between ahead, Johnny Cage and Sonia, like, hey, baby, I don't want you to get hurt. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, and that that was one of the things I felt like was a was a negative side of the new movie was that the a lot of these fights took place solely separate to the point that i thought was like well you know you you don't know like no one knows if they won at all like it's just Mm -hmm. like okay i sure hope jacks you know beat mutaro montaro or whatever i sure hope uh sonya defeated uh kano but i don't know this whole plan could have been you know could have been collapsed in on itself you know and no one no one knew so it just there was no audience there to kind of make those comments now, uh, how do people feel about Raiden in this movie? Lar- largely uh, benign. He was okay. I liked his attitude, but I don't like. He kind of pissed me off all at the same time. He was very much. I this is against the rules. I'm not going to break the rules, even though everybody else is, and none of the other guys are going to do shit about it. But I'm not going to break the rules. Damn it, Ryan! Get your hands dirty. Well, then he breaks the rules anyway. Later in the he movie, did. Like, 
He, no, it, he it still is, didn't. He never got involved in the fights, and that's what the rules were. Mm-hmm. He didn't. Well, I think you know, by teleporting people, I think that that's kind of where they said that's oh. influencing the fight a little bit. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where like, oh, the the hero is going to be the benevolent force until he's forced to kind of like bend the rule a little bit just to get away with it. Uh, yeah. A lesser lesser version of like uh, the Dark Knight movie where they've got a literal like surveillance system using people's phones <laughs> to find the Joker. Uh, I, I feel like he was underutilized. Uh, and I, I, he's been, he was usually mostly used as a plot device to create the uh, border, electric border uh, to keep the bad guys out so they can have their training moments, right? And uh, it's a disappointing thing that he didn't get more involved in that because Raiden to me is a really cool character and it's just he was used as sort of a joke in the first movie uh he has potential in this movie but he was underutilized in my opinion and so I question I question whether he actually helped because he did the shield and then made it a mechanism that could do the shield so he could Mm -hmm. go back to doing nothing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's yeah he he already suspiciously like this podcast (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh yeah i think he was rather benign uh he seemed to lack personality there was like some slight you know uh smirks in there to kind of give him a little something but i definitely would like to see him uh engage with the combatants a little bit more just to have a conversation Mm -hmm. that's more than like two sentences you know what i mean yeah he, he had that wry smile every so often and and he was just there mostly to provide the shield sort of tell people whether or not they were going to be worthy like he he kicked cole out <laughs> at some point and uh he kicked out sonia i think yep kicked out sonia at some point because she didn't have an arcana and he was like you you've got no use here if you don't have this which uh you know that's fine it wasn't his movie to be a main character and he wasn't really a main character in the first movie either uh but hopefully he's a more compelling side character in the follow-up if there is one well i mean they've already kind of hinted that they're trying to do another one uh pushing for obvious uh spoiler easter egg at the end that they're going off to hollywood to recruit a fighter uh, and they pan to the poster of johnny cage and uh his movie citizen cage okay who's it gonna be that's the only thing I care about. That's why I sat through 50 minutes with you guys. Who will play Johnny Cage? Nathan Fillion. Bruce Campbell. Hmm. Bruce Campbell. <laughs> Bruce Campbell is everything. Uh, it needs to be a youngish guy. Uh, like, yeah, Nathan like, Fillion's some, too old. Well, it, it needs to be somewhere between like starting career and washed up. Because I always got the sense that Johnny Cage was like slightly past his prime, but still a money maker. Like e- even that poster, it looked more Jean Claude Van Damme than uh, The Rock. John Cena. Know? So I I hear John Cena. Uh, there's obviously uh, fan casting jokes for uh, Ryan Reynolds. Would be another one. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds just doesn't have the physique he's more athletic yeah like not only that the, but he the pecs he he doesn't his humor is not quite there either for me like i i like ryan reynolds as an actor and i find it very yeah, but you kind of want a douchebag right yep 
exactly. And like he can do half douchebag, but I've never seen him do full douchebag. We need smarmy. You never go full douchebag. Okay, Van Wilder, he was pretty douchey, but <laughs> who would be good that? smarm? Who could give good smarm? Hmm. That sounds dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Ah. I think John um, Cena would. John Cena ain't bad. He ain't bad. Luke Wilson. I'm trying to think who he'd else. have to do um, a lot of physical training. I think he's not. Yeah, and right now he is not action shape. He's not an action okay, guy. Yeah. Who, who's the actor that was Captain America again? Chris, Chris Evans. Evans. Chris Evans. Chris Evans. I could maybe see him. Uh, you know, Scott Pilgriming. Scott Pilgriming it up. Yeah, I could. That might yeah, be. He, he was kind of a shithead in that movie. <laughs> yes. Hmm. That's that's not bad. That's not bad. Vigo Mortensen. Too Alec, old. I think you're kind of out of movies, man. You're picking do, some real you, old people. Do you realize that he's aged since Lord of the Rings? Yeah, I feel like Why? you're really picking like some of these. <laughs> Alec, you haven't been to the movies in a while. No, and just like, no I uh, haven't. Just like the guy who played... Uh, Sam, I, I I always see him in this movie, and then you see him in Stranger Things, and he's just like a over the middle aged uh, guy. He's like, wait, that didn't happen. He's he's still Sam. Sean Aston. You know, it's funny enough. There is like Thank you. Google smarmy Rudy. actors, and like you get some like good Chris Pine, Chris Hemsworth. These are good smarmy actors. It's pretty funny. You can actually get a good uh- smarmy actor list. I wonder if Keanu Reeves could pull it off. No, I think he's past he's, his. Yeah. He's too old. Yeah, is he? And he he, yes. he has a lank, he has a lanky frame too. Like he, yeah, so that that's a bit challenging there. But he's uh, yeah he's graying, my friend. He's gray. uh, you know Jason Momoa. Hmm. Okay. I've heard of that name before. Wait, that's Aquaman, right? Yes. Yeah. Sure. Okay. <laughs> he can pull smarm. I, I'm now also googling smarmy actors. Hmm. Yeah, I think you'd do it. Um, Zach Efron could be a good douche. You ever see Baywatch? He's pretty douchey, and he no. was huge. Do you ever see Neighbors? Yeah, Neighbors also. Douche. But I mean, but again, if you watch Baywatch, there are abs on abs. It is frightening. I love that movie. So, it's Baywatch? just I did not like it's it. just bad enough to make it. Neighbors funny. or Baywatch? Baywatch. Oh, I. Get it? You want to talk about Baywatch right now? Do you want to? I'll no, I wanted Baywatch. to finish. I want to finish him. Boom! Kano <laughs> ah. is kind of a racist with some sombrero jokes at Kung Lao. Just wanted to note that here. Uh, what do we got for fights? Who's got a favorite fight? Because I. Because, uh, screw you, Getty, I liked uh, Cabal versus Liu Kang. Uh, what is everyone else's favorites? Uh, Alec, go. I'm going to have to say, solely for the fatality, it was uh, Jax. Jax versus... Oh, we smashed the guy's head? The... Yeah. Oh, man. That just was so visceral, and you felt all of Jax's anger... And then his line at the end. Yeah, these work. <laughs> Good choice. Good choice. Getty, favorite fight? Probably Scorpion and Sub-Zero. Okay. Okay, classic. Classic. Uh, Joel? Uh, 
Getty is definitely the first place choice there, but I will say Kano versus Sonya at the end. That was a really good fight, and the way it, it wasn't like the other fights were like it was more like uh, some sort of honorable fight between two warriors. It was just a knockout brawl between two people in her house and trying to utilize anything they can get to hit each other with. And the dark shadows thing made it really cool. And, and then just the fact that she finishes him with the same lawn known that he spit on <laughs> earlier on in the movie. It was no, a nice I didn't catch touch. that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Now, uh, okay. We have also commented on this, and it's worth uh, discussing. Where does this sit on the pantheon of video game movies? I uh, do not think it's the best, but I would fe- I feel confident saying that it is top five. Uh, I don't, oh. uh, you know, like like around Silent Hill level for me. Uh, Detective Pikachu being an obvious number one. What, Joel? What do you think on this one? I would say it is higher than Silent Hill, slightly okay. higher than Monster Hunter. Uh, not as good as Resident Evil, and uh, Sonic and Detective Pikachu are at the top. I mean, that sounds like a pretty definitive list that I disagree on almost entirely. Getty, what you got? Whatever you solely believe, Alex, mm-hmm. just put this above whatever you think is your number four. <laughs> okay. All right. So I, I would. I don't know if I'd say top five, <laughs> but I definitely like this as an entry into the video game movie pantheon. I don't know. There's there's actually some really good movies. I don't know that I would put Silent Hill that high up there, but I'm with Joel with Resident Evil. At the same time, Detective Pikachu is fucking movies. definitely the clear winner. I would not put Street Fighter anywhere near this list. So <laughs> I would. I would higher oh, than any of the Resident Evil. I hate those movies. I like. It's Street got Raul Julia in it. It was one of his last films. R.I.P. Yeah, poor guy. That's what I have to say. That Alec, that one line from Raul Julia is like the one good thing about that movie. I'm sorry. You get a Hanukin, you get an up uh, Shariukin, you get a flash kick, you get a hundred hand slap. What else do you need? What you, you I get would've... a psycho crusher? You get uh, what? Kylie Minogue is a treasure. I, I I would say that they should reapproach Street Fighter. They should just make another anime. Like th- that that world just works better in the. They've done a lot of those animes. Realm. I don't know if you've noticed that. There's a lot of them. Yeah, a lot of them are bad though. So they should work on making <laughs> a good one. Yeah, well, fair enough. Uh, I also a uh, big JCVD fan over here. Alec, video game movies. Man, I I have a hard time even thinking of video game movies. The Mario Brothers movie, Blood Is Rain, it, right? Uh, Mario, Mario, okay. and Luigi, Mario. Wait, that, they made a movie out of that. House, House, uh, House, of, House, of, House, of, House of the Dead, House of the Postal. Dead, Postal, Postal. But uh, Louis so, Bowles did a lot of them. <laughs> I, oh yeah, I thought this was a really enjoyable movie. It's definitely something I would not mind watching again, especially just like, oh, my kids are actually asleep. And I'm just going to screw off and not care what's going on. Ooh, something's happening on the TV. Awesome. Yeah. 
Okay. Actually, putting this in a ranking really is all colored by whether or not I can watch it with my kids. And God, no. No, nope. I'm not letting nope. my children even know this exists. Don't do that. No, don't do that. Right. Yeah. No, no, bad. no. Yes. <laughs> but I really enjoyed it. Um, I don't think I, I definitely don't think it tops uh, Sonic or Detective Pikachu. But it's definitely enjoyable. And I am glad I had HBO Max for this movie. <laughs> Quit decide. How did you all? How did you all like the Warcraft movie? I never saw it, but I was curious. They did I, that too? God, I thought that was just a rumor it, and died. It followed no, very closely the events of the first game. It's so fine. it was actually not that bad. It was better than Assassin's Creed. What do you think, Eddie? What, you saw it with me, didn't you? That was a movie too? I yep. guess so, yeah. <laughs> yes, they made an Assassin's Creed have we watched that one. Have you watched okay. Matt's Pain yet? Assassin's Creed... So I think I saw both of those movies with Alex, both I Warcraft like Max and Payne. Assassin's Creed. Max Payne was good. <laughs> but I remember sitting in the theater with Alex, oh, and as Assassin's Creed went on, his scoring went down. And then by the end, he was like, it was a solid C-. It's <laughs> like, all right. Oh, wait, the problem with Assassin's Creed is that there's no growth for Michael Fassbender. It is... I, you know, screw you and your morals, or screw you and your principles and your business, and then throughout they keep the the biz, the co- corporation keeps trying to like get him to do stuff, and then at the end he destroys the business or he destroys the whole company, and they're like, why'd you do that? Screw you and your business. I don't care about anything. So it's like nothing nothing changed. They just tried to force him to do stuff that he didn't want to do, and at the end he just like I don't like anything. Period. Once again, sounds suspiciously like this podcast. <laughs> Now, Warcraft, I felt like, was just trying to do too much. And unless you knew all of the lore and all of the characters, it was pretty It was pretty boring. I mean, I felt like, uh, what was the, the guy who lived in Karazhan? Medivh. What was his name? Medivh looked like he was trying to sell me weed out of the back of his van. He, he was, was sweaty. His eyes were like... Just giant bags under his like just like oh god i don't know what this sweaty i don't know what this has to do with anything i feel like we've uh this is my fault yeah i'm sorry I think we've actually (laughs) done a pretty good job of analyzing both movies i don't think that we need to analyze all video game movies tonight alex okay but i do want to say that max Payne ruled i'd stand by that i should watch that it's really solid no i like my i like my (laughs) Wahlberg. guys we have discussed Mortal Kombat 1995. We have discussed Mortal Kombat 2021. We all kind of sit in the camp of 2021 being a superior film, but the 1995 cannot be. It cannot be argued that there's camp there that's worth loving. Uh, I let's let's all do our one last thing. One last thing is something we say on our podcast. We have one last statement, one last sentence, sending us out of the episode and uh, sending you, the listener out into the world and we're gonna let's make a one last thing about these this these movies as a whole for me those were five hundred dollar sunglasses joel uh i just i appreciate what they did with sonya in the new movie mostly because she stole the arcana from tano 
and then used her little like armband shooter things to just blast someone through the uh, torso. That was pretty cool. Fair. Getty? Your soul is mine. Beautiful. Beautiful. Really, really. That was. I really like Well that. worth it. That was good. Yes. Yep. Uh, Alec, your one last thing. I'm trying to remember if they actually said finish him in the movie. I don't think they did. But, man, I'm looking forward to when they do. <laughs> Very nice. They said want, it in the first I one. I want to say Shane. Yeah, I was going to say, yes. I thought Shane's son said in the first one, but. They, they did in the first one, but it, it was again, it was that ripped feeling of, But we, we, we did, did a get over here. I was. Yeah. Yes, we did. That was well placed. Which yeah. we didn't discuss why that didn't make any sense, because that guy didn't speak English. No, never mind. Well, with that, uh, I'm going to send us out of here uh, by saying, as always, GG Joel. Good game. GG Getty. Good game. GG Alec. Good movie? Good game. And uh, I actually wanted to give uh, our little outro here too, because this is going to be on a different podcast feed. Uh, I want to say, if you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is mail at superggradio.com. Provide a review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. Thanks for listening. Good night, everybody. Yeah.